Understand, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet, because you know how we do, but mostly woke perspective. So listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. Just go to Island TV, download the app. You can see us there. So... Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. So, I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am so well. Blessed and highly. So good to hear your voice. Likewise, blessed and highly favored. Uh, So, Shatara, what are Mm -hmm. we calling this episode? We are calling this episode Step in the Name of Commissary. All right. Mm. Who are we talking about? Mm. R. Kelly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. We're going to get to that. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So where are we at? So we're at the ratchet. Okay. Let me just get ratchet real quick. And that's how we start off. I don't want to, I'm not trying to, what do they call it? Fat shame anybody. But our brother Buster Rhymes said he had a big reality check about his weight after he had to duct tape his stomach for a music video. All right. Now, now we were just talking about men wearing waist trainers. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I just, I just imagine him like, yeah, 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 and just putting some, ta- you know, I just imagine him, uh, what y'all want to do? I, try, I just, uh, all his music and him trying to get it around and, and just getting angry. So yeah, so he he went to social media with his weight loss. You're over here still cracking up, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the picture. Whoa, he he's, he is 12 months pregnant. <laughs> picture. He's well overdue. All right. He has a three-year-old baby in that stomach. You heard a three-year-old baby, three and a half year old. That motherfucker talks like, yo, yo, when the music video coming? <laughs> he has a full live, a full live child in there. So he actually lost the weight. And it was funny because um, our boy 50 Cent had jokes and he put a picture of Buster Rhymes before and after picture from when he was in the last OG. And he was joking, like, they kind of look, they kind of look alike, right? And he was like, man, he's going to curse me out when he wakes up. But then um, Buster then showed his results and he has like a six pack now. And, yeah. you know, it was, it, you mm. know, his new album is out. And um, yeah, this is his 10th album. So we, I just want to give him credit for longevity, number one. <laughs> number two, he's eating good. I mean, that's hands down. He's eating good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm not trying to laugh at this man, but I'm, I'm really, I'm like, what happened? Like what happened? Food is good. Food got better than exercise. Mm. Man, and I know he's from Jamaica. So, you know, I know they be eating the, um, you know, oxtail and whew, all that good stuff, but goodness. Okay. I know you and you know me. I know you. Of course. <laughs> what? That's what his. That's what his food says to him. <laughs> Just another day of that old PTA. <laughs> yeah, but listen, Funkmaster Flex. You know he was over here getting lipo. So Busta apparently Busta put in the work. Like he apparently got in the gym. He went hard. He put in the work to really get his weight down. Yeah, and, I, I, I hope he did. He looks yeah. like it because I'm like, you know, Busta's probably like 50 years old or damn near 50. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a six pack. Okay. Okay, Busta. Yeah, that lets you know that was, that was nothing but eat. You gotta eat. You gotta eat clean because whoa. I was like, what? what? Why your belly so big? It's just the belly. He said, let me tell you what he said. So this is great and it's motivational. He says, don't ever give up on yourself. Life begins right now. My dedication is different. 
I would never put out an album and not be in the best shape of my life. I respect myself too much and I respect y'all too much. I'm only here to inspire. So he showed his pictures and then, you know, he showed the transformation of the six pack and, you know, he's looking like a zaddy. And I think a lot of these dudes 40 and up, they're really getting it together. Hence the fact that we're looking at Method Man in power right now and they're getting their weight up. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love something to look at. Good. Good for him. I mean, he, he looks great after he gave birth to that baby, like them twins. What? The three-year-old, <laughs> I told you. The three-year-old jumped out. Like, what am I but, but thank you, Buster, for getting it together. And, and that was actually very motivational, so I appreciate it. Everybody can't have a 50-cent body. It's true. And, you know, like, I'm, you know, who am I to talk? Because, you know, every time I'm, I'm, I gotta, I'm doing some things right now to, to just bring it, reel it on in. Sometimes you gotta tell you to reel that on in now. Mm-hmm. You've been, been out on the deep end way too long. Come on back. Come oh, on yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. When them jeans, when them jeans look at you like, ah! I'm over here making sweet potato pies and eating them by myself because the kid don't eat them. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> did, no. I, did I just finish all those Oreos? You be looking around <laughs> like, did I? Wait, did I? You want to blame somebody. Oh, You're like, oh, you, shit. What you used to bring me? I'm like, don't eat, don't bring them, don't bring them little devil pieces here again. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you remember Ooh. that time you came over to my place? You just got <laughs> off the road and you went to the kitchen, you used the bath, you came back, you said, you didn't tell me you had the devil in your house. And I thought, why would you say that to me? You came back and bought the Oreos. You didn't your house. I will never forget that. I was like, oh, like, what do you? You feel a bad spirit in my house? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's the energy. Why you do that? You tell me you had the devil in your house. You were so mad at me. No, you did that before. What was the thing? I, what What is What is my absolute favorite? I love them, but I don't want to see them ever again. Funny bones. Yes. Oh, are, oh, she loves some funny bones, y'all. What put them in the refrigerator while they're cold? Oh, goodbye. My goodbye. Treat. I gotta get, get up. Get away. Get <laughs> My treat. I will treat you to some snacks now. Y'all know me. I will get them funny bones. Yeah, they never fail me. Mm, that's good. That's nice. And don't be on the time of the month. You'd be like, oh my god, this is what my soul. I can is. eat. I need six of them. <laughs> I, I can do Reese's pieces, like the the cups, the Reese's cups, and put them in the freezer. About six of them. Just keep okay. opening the packs. Man, can we get out of this food conversation? Sorry, Buster Ron. Sorry, Buster. Uh, mm. Y'all can tell we are, we are foodies. But... Oh, oh yeah. So, Buster, uh, we ain't mad about so. mm. Okay. My cheat day is every mm. day. Anyway. Okay. Well. Sound good. Sound good. So, um, in other news, uh, somebody trying to get their commissary up. So, R. Kelly... You know, he's celebrating his birthday from jail with new music that he is making behind bars. Mm. Behind bars. We have we got jailhouse music. We got a jailhouse rock going on. So, you know, he's still sending messages to his fans. I don't know how he's doing it. Like, I need to, I gotta, I would, I'm really curious on, is he like on Instagram? Is he on Facebook? Like, how you doing that? I don't know the jail, I don't know the jail protocol no more because you know I don't I don't date nobody in jail no more so right. I don't know mm-hmm. how that works anymore like are they still making collect calls and stuff like <laughs> I can't <laughs> I don't know I mean you know that they, they used to be my thing um but no no more I've I've leveled up so I don't I don't really know what the how they do it anymore so uh, do they have internet did they wait you don't accept the charges anymore. 
No. You know that call goes. Do you accept the charges? Uh, no. Uh, uh, man, oh man. Well, I mean, I heard it, and it is good old R. Kelly. And just like I say, those damn dads. You heard the new song? I heard a little snippet of it, and I was like, damn, this shit rocks. I'm. I'm mad. I know it is a lot behind R. Kelly. Don't get me wrong. But the one thing I can't deny this man is that he makes great music. And when we reminisce and we think about it, I mean, we could be on the phone for like a whole hour and just go through everything. We were damn near. Yeah. Going through his, man, you know, R. Kelly songs are the songs that make me feel like I can sing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he believes he could fly. So shit. Man. (laughs) call you. Except the charges. trapped in the closet, that jailhouse closet. But, um... (laughs) Cause you remind me of something, man. I get <laughs> <laughs> get your toy throwing on. <laughs> Did you ever think that you would be this rich? I'm done with you. You better step in the name of love. <laughs> I'm. What is R. Kelly sign? He just had a birthday. You know, I'm over here like. What's the zodiac he sign? Evidently, he's not. Is that Aquarius? Is that Aquarius? No, is he a Sagittarius? I can now believe if he's an Aquarius. Let me let me look that up real quick yeah, because yeah, do he's he is do, do, I, I, somebody that is not accepting the truth. I mean, you know, I have I have look, I did my whole thing of trying to separate the man from the art. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can I can st- he has gr- he has a great disco you know discography or whatever you call it. I mean he's got great music. Nobody can nobody can deny that R. Kelly's music Mm-mm. is timeless. You know, religious love for you, babe. Remember that Ooh, every night I, I pray. With you. Or, or or don't put me out. Don't put me out. Don't put me out. <laughs> Wait, you believe it? September fourteenth. Oh yeah, is that is really yeah, is yeah. That, Libra. Really? Is he really? Mm, he's balanced. Hold on, he's a Virgo. No. He's a Virgo. Okay, all right, that makes some sense. That makes some sense. Okay. I don't know much okay. about Virgo. I don't know much. About what? Virgos. I don't know much about Virgos. Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> you could tell. Yeah, enlighten me when we hang up. Tell me, I know Virgo. One one of your brothers is a Virgo. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you remind me of someone. I just can't think who it is. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so you know, and in, in, in true R. Kelly style, you know, he's crying. He's saying that he got a bunch to say. Nothing about what has happened, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, just so many people hating on me. But I have so many people still loving on me mm-hmm. and, you know, don't forget that the hood still covering me, basically. Okay, so. okay, okay, okay. All right, R. Kelly. I want to hear it, though. You said you heard take it. Take a listen. Take a listen. It's, it's right online. Just take, and how, how we have access to it. Not, you know, I don't want to diminish all those women who lined up and, you know, all the women that he has um, preyed upon. That's, that's, that's a real thing. And yeah. he is rightfully where he needs to be. But, um... Go on ahead and keep on making that music. You know what? They, he, he's locked up. You know, he ain't getting to nobody. You just, you don't know what he's doing now, though. He might be on his... He ain't got no kids, right? I don't think he had no uh, I thought, no. I thought he had a kid with his ex-wife who was on the reality TV show. I thought they had a daughter. Oh, wait a minute. They got four, yeah, they got three or four kids. That's right. So where are they? You know, where are they? Yeah, okay, so... um, And one, you know, one is a tra- is, tra- is transgender. The Whoa. daughter's son. 
Mm-hmm. I think the oldest one. You mm-hmm. remind me of something. I just can't think of what it is. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Wow. I didn't wait. Male to female? Male, female to male? What'd you say? Female to male. Female to male. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that... Mm, mm. Okay. Well, there he goes. Well, thank you, Kelly, for making some music. Stay right there behind bars. Where you're like, you know, yeah. Keep making... You know, make the music and support your kids. Yeah. That's about okay. it. He's... Whew, okay. that's, that's classic. Classic. Well, anyway, moving on to the woke minute, because we got to get woke. Okay. <clears throat> Put on my why, why do we clear our throats? Like we got something <laughs> because this is time for me to be serious okay, and I put right. on glasses that I really don't wear because it's just serious. I, well, I actually have on glasses right I know. now. I found out that people who really wear glasses are offended when I wear glasses for fashion. They're like, you don't even need those. And I'm like, yeah. oh. I'm definitely not offended. I mean, but I, I'm definitely not wearing them for style. I'm wearing them because my life, my seeing life depends on. Oh, I've seen it. Oh, I've seen it before. Like, oh, um, wow. Hey, uh, that's not the mirror. You're facing a wall. <laughs> Excuse me, Ray Charles. You want to come from over there? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Reaching a boom, oh, Helen Keller. If you don't put that nice okay. down, yes. talking about I'm turning on the lamp. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, memories. Anyway, so back to the walk minute. So here we are. All right. <clears throat> So hmm. um, since we had the Capitol riot, um, everybody wants to know who's been charged. So uh, the FBI has been talking and uh, there was um, people have talked saying basically the FDNY has warned them that there are current retired firefighters who participate in the riots. Uh, oh. There are Cleveland school employees who have participated. Uh, as we all know, Republican Derek Evan, he's an elected member of the West Virginia House of Delegates. He is a participant. So. So let me tell you something. This is going down. The U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C., um, they handle both local and federal cases. And they are, you know, basically taking this to court. This is a big deal. And I think we're all happy to hear of this because we saw all of this on social media. So the first Absolutely. thing we're thinking is like, OK, well, you know, when is the gavel going to go down on them? Because this this is they were super bold. And we looked at this whole riot and we just saw um, white privilege written all over it, as you already know. So. They have a little list of some of these people. Um, some of these uh, defendants facing federal charges include Richard Barnett. He's the Arkansas man showed in the video sitting at uh, Pelosi's office with his boots on the desk. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Barnett, he's charged with crimes, including theft of public money, property um, and records. So I don't know if that's a fair charge. Like he was I don't I don't know what else that would be. Um but he was bold. He had his feet up and took a picture. So they found him right away. Um, another man being tried in federal court is Lonnie Kaufman of Fallville, Alabama. He was arrested after authorities say they found guns and 11 Molotov cocktail explosive devices made out of mason jars, mm. golf tees and cloth rags in his pickup truck. So if that's not terrorism, I don't, I don't know what else to say. Um, another Florida man um, identified as, um, what was his name? Adam Johnson. He faces charges including theft of government property. So he was in there acting damn fool. And I think he was the one who, um, he was carrying the speaker of the House's lectern. He was like, you know, with that big piece yeah. of wood, just smiling in the picture. We, and, it sounds like you're talking about what happens at a bad night at the club. You know, when they start. <laughs> yes. This is like the hangover. Right. Right. This is what it is. Right. So now the question is, you know, is Trump going to be charged? Um, and we're looking for him to be impeached. That's what's happening right now. 
make it happen because this there was this was an attempted coup. He <clears throat> definitely there's no question that he incited violence. He there were so many signs, which I don't know if we just weren't listening, we weren't taking him seriously, or we didn't move fast enough. But like I really feel like this is a job from the inside. They could have totally um been on it and prevented it. Man, if they found Saddam Hussein in a hole, was mm-hmm. it Saddam or yes. what's the other one? Um Osama bin Laden. Whichever, whichever one of Uday. these. It was Uday. It was Uday. In a, yeah, in a whole other country, mm-hmm. thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. They could have found um, uh, uh, their neighbors uh, in Alabama. Joe, Joe Bob over here in, in Kansas City in Missouri uh, plotting on the internet right. about going and overtaking the Capitol building. So please, y'all. Well, well listen to this. The um, acting Homeland Security Secretary, Chad Wolf, he resigned Monday, um, becoming mm-hmm. the third yeah. cabinet level to quit on the heels of the riot that took place. So the first thing I'm thinking is if, if he's the like head of security, it almost comes off as though he was um, he was a part of it because you're not doing your job. It's like one of those things like you had one job and one job only. <laughs> like, so no, I don't really think, you know, because, um, you know, Biden comes in, he can choose another uh, uh, security secretary. Yeah, so yeah. You know, his job was kind of done anyway. And I, I, I more so think mm-hmm. that, you know, because there's a lot of them that just handed in their resignation. Mm-hmm. We talking about days out before, um, you know, the changing of the guards. So I don't really think it was... Um, you know, he had anything to do with it. I, I I believe them when they say like, this is embarrassing. I mean, I love that black people, we just kind of standing back and standing mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you white people, I, I look at white people, there are white people mm-hmm. and then there are white Trump supporters. And I believe that they are two different types of people. So, you know, either you're going to put yourself in a, you are a white Trump supporter or you just regular, you know, white people. So I, I think these are white people kind of like, eh, I don't want to be associated with that. Right. And doing what they, you know, doing what they need to do. It's a small act, but um, definitely relevant in these times. So good for them. It's, almost, it's almost like, did everybody forget that we're in the middle of a pandemic? That, that's yeah, the part. That, that is definitely <laughs> taking a backseat. Like, yeah. what, what I'm what, you know, that, that was, that's the biggest, like what happened to socially distancing? What happened to wearing masks? I, I don't understand how all that got put on the back burner when so many people died. And then when I look at why they're really mad, like, what, what are you really mad about? What, what are you really fighting for? It just sounds so silly and ignorant. It's like the epitome of ignorance. Like, and you call us what? So everybody's getting charged and they're lining them up. And I think they're also making it easy because this was uh, made for the public to see. It was all social media ready. So thank you for that. Idiots. Yeah. All right. Yeah. moving on on. okay so this i i'm so excited to introduce this segment of the show it's it is within the woke minute but we're gonna call this sean's metaphysical moment so you know my sister i've been on this journey and i just wanted to share some of the information and some of the um you know, some of this this good stuff. We are going into 2021. There's a lot happening, as we know, in this world. So um, just kind of getting back to our roots and some, you know, practices that have been beneficial to me. So every week on the Woke Minute, I will be sharing some of um, some of this information for for you all. So, Shatara, um, 
So I wanted to talk about uh, Isheshe today. Do you know what that is? No, but please tell me what is, and I want to make sure I'm saying it right. What is Isheshe? What is, what is it? Yeah, Ishe Ishe. So, Ishe um, basically, it, it it is it's an African term, and it basically means our tradition. Mm-hmm. So, it is um, it kind of acknowledges, you know, we have ancestral traditions that are passed down from generations. You know, the 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 wisdom of our mothers and fathers, and a lot of that information is is it's an oral tradition. So, a lot of it is not written down. I mean, you and I have experienced this within our own family where, you know, we have certain things that we do, especially, you know, if I asked you, what would our grandmother do if we got a cold? You can, you can rattle it down to me. It's not necessarily written down, but it's something that was passed down to us. So Isheshe acknowledges that wisdom. Um, Another thing about Isheshe is that it is the oral tradition or the traditions of our ancestors that it's it's carried in our DNA. It's kind of like encoded in our DNA. So a lot of what we remember, if we remember that, you know, those who came before us, they really paved the way for us. Um, and we know that there's been a huge disconnection between the slave trade and you know, what has happened now, here we are, you know, here we are after the transatlantic slave trade, and we are the product of that. And Isheshe acknowledges that. It kind of looks at, you know, our ancestors basically came from, and we all know from Africa, they took what they could remember, they passed it on. And, you know, of course, there were new religions that were adopted. There were other ethnicities that we merged with. And we, you and I, and you know, a lot of our listeners, we're the product of that. So if that makes any sense, that's what Isheshe is. Okay. So what does it do? Like as of today, how are you? Well, I, I think, you know, a lot of us, it, they, I, what I'm seeing is, you know, what does it do? There's a wave of people who are coming back to the, their roots, their ancestry, wanting to learn, you know, a lot of us are getting on ancestry.com and other outlets, just trying to connect the disconnect that happened to us. You know, here as African-Americans, we don't have, you know, we're not like the, the, you know, King of, or what's his name? Prince Henry and all them where they can track their bloodline, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 generations, you know, we'll be lucky if we can go back four for us because because of that disconnect. So Isheshe looks at, you know, what what does it do is to acknowledge um, what has happened and to also heal the ancestral wounds that a lot of us carry. Some of us we don't know and and but but we see it, you know, because like I said, it, it is encoded in our DNA. So um you know, kind of looking at what, especially trauma, you know, like we, we all suffer some form of slavery trauma. I don't care how you, how you say it. And we, a lot of us don't even understand what it is Mm -hmm. because it, you know, it's what the science says is that people, when they go through trauma, it, it is, it alters your DNA. So that means for us as a people, we hold a lot of that genetic memory, and it impacts us, impacts our bodies. I mean, you look at the numbers of high blood pressure, um, you know, different uh, diseases 
that affect us specifically as black people. Um, It affects our emotions, our attitudes. You know, I was even thinking uh, there's even a term, you know, the angry black woman. And we know what that is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it comes from slavery and pre-slavery, what the black woman had to go through. And because it is it's imprinted on a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And if we don't go in and heal that, you know, and there's there's different ways and we're not going to discuss it on this podcast, but there are different ways to heal those ancestral wounds that a lot of us are walking around with. Hmm. If that makes sense. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. OK. I, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe the yeah. next time we'll talk about yeah. the altering the DNA and I'm interested yeah. So, you know, I I think if we, we can tap into it just on a on a, a, a regular everyday life, like a lot of us practice it or see it practice and we don't even realize it. Like, think of this when you when we go to a club mm-hmm. and, you know, the music is bumping, you know, and that's a term that we use. The music is bumping. But what does that mean to us? That means the drums are off the chain. I can feel the drums in my body and I just. I can't stand still. I know you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and that is something that again, it awakens our genetic code that comes from Africa. You know, we talk about the Af- the, the drums in Africa and then during slavery how they weren't allowed to play drums. They can play other instruments, but drums, you know, the white man thought that we were inciting, you know, violence or or trying to take over. So, they had to hide a lot of that. But it's funny, it's like you can go into a club now, we can go somewhere and the music's playing. Somebody could drive by in the car and you hear that bumping music. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know, first it's going to be your feet, then it's going to be your butt, then it's going to be your whole body. You you it's like you have no choice but to move. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's that's funny. Um there's an episode of Dave Chappelle and he says watch black people and he has like drums playing and he goes like the barbershop <laughs> like, and how we all just like, "Oh, yeah." Like it's it is really in us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, we we get it from our mama and our mama's mama and our mama's mama's mama. You know, that that's that's deep within our soul. So, you know, that's interesting. Another thing is, um, you know, like just in our music, the drums, um, but in certain ways that we talk, you know, if I ask you to tell me, you know, if you go to a black church, how the pastor is going to speak, we already know, you know, it's a call and response. Number one that goes on, you know, tell your neighbor, 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 Ah, ah. you know, we, we were joking about Dick Gregory, how, you know, everything that he spoke and when he was riled up, he would say, ah, at the end, you know, like to give it some sort of uh, uh, validation. But that is something from way back in Africa, that call and response, that way of, of speaking to an audience when, you know, when the elder got up and spoke to everybody, that's that's how they did it with a lot of energy. You know, like, man, you go to a if you go to a Catholic church, you know, how it's very quiet. Yep. Mm, you know, they oh, humming. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. But sometimes you just go to the black church, you know, to, to hear the choir mm-hmm. and, you know, get riled up because that's what we know that I'm telling you, you know, it's, it's something within us that recognizes that. But it, it actually has roots in Africa. It's a different experience. Yes. Mm hmm. Um, another thing is, you know, how we practice it and we maybe not even recognize it is in our natural sciences. Again, you know, I was I was asking you, like if I, you know, I had a cold or you know wasn't feeling good. The first thing I think you would say is not a drug. You would actually tell me about some herbs or something, mm-hmm. you know, that we might have got from our mother, our grandmother. 
Right. And, you know, like I said, it was just passed down to us. Right. Don't really know. Can't tell you the first person who said it, but I guarantee you it's someone who crossed the Atlantic, you know, transatlantic was stolen Mm -hmm. from Africa to come here. And it was just passed down orally, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. You know, I'm just, I, I think about the, the, as I get more into herbs and, and understanding different, um, you know, the, the, na- the nature that is a part of us and how much of that came from, you know, our ancestors. It's a beautiful thing. So, but we practice it. A lot of us do it and we don't even really recognize what that is. Right. Um, even, you know, when you pour out a little liquor, we, you know, a lot of us do it, um, uh, pouring libations, but of course that is a practice that came from Africa and it's something that we do to acknowledge our ancestors, you know, pour out a little liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, Tupac's saying about that, right? Right. Right. For the whole yeah. new Wayne here. This is for yeah. my whole mess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's actually, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful practice. It's a spiritual practice that acknowledges your ancestors, acknowledges their, what they've gone through to pave the way. And it also speaks to your future. You know, it speaks to your healing um, and it speaks to you if you only listen to it. So it's a beautiful thing. So this is Ishe Shay. Am I saying it right? Ishe Shay. Ishe Shay. Shay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Learn something new each day. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Right. So, well, now we are at the weekend day. You got it going on. gonna come in with a uh, little cam i used to be scared of the dick now i throw lips to the shit here we are okay. Sorry, i'm over here doing the walk i'm just doing the walk put glasses on and my hands folded because i'm still in the woke okay i'll be loud but then i'll be quiet you can be woke about the d you know you can be woke about the d you know okay <laughs> so all right so this listener first of all she goes on to say i'm a huge fan of the show so this is the quick backstory Mm -hmm. I'm very single, very in big letters, but my last relationship ended like a tornado to my life, broke me apart like no other. My partner of two years literally left one day and never came back. I kid you not without a single word to me, like said nothing long story for another time behind it. But basically I became a whole new woman after that heartbreak. I became me. That was in June of last year that this person disappeared on me like that. Y'all, why is this heathen back out of no motherfucking stalking me? All right. So literally days ago, sent me this long ass message about still loving and missing me or whatever. What do y'all think? So <laughs> I think she already said it, but go ahead. Call me heathen. Oh, it's me. I'm sorry. Me it came out like a heathen out of no motherfucking where. And he's stalking <laughs> the shit out of her. Okay. It was a whole bunch of acronyms. And Okay. So, uh, what do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you um, think? I, and I, I think she broke it down brilliantly and she said exactly like, sometimes I know for me, have I, have I been in that situation? It's a, it's, it's a typical ghosting moment. Now, you know, I don't know how long they were together. It sounded like, um, they probably did quarantine together and then he just like, I'm out mm-hmm. and, and nothing. Like when she says, no conversation, no nothing. And then he just magically reappears with I'm missing you and whatever, which is, you know, which is natural. Like, nigga, you should miss me. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. of course you do. 
Yeah. Um, but just the 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 cold heartedness of it. You know, when you go somebody that it's 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 permanent. It's not like I'm 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 ghosting you, and I'm talking from his perspective. If you you ghosted this woman, you your attempt was to disconnect yourself from her emotionally as well as physically, um, and you you burn that bridge. You you are doing it in a way to completely burn that bridge. So for you to get on the phone and tell us something, which honestly know thyself, you, she would already know that. Of course you miss her. Of course you miss. You miss being with her, but you lost that privilege when you skedaddled your way out the door. Disappeared. You disappeared. Two years? They were together for two years. So that was okay. Okay, okay. They were together for two years. That's a bid. That's a a bid. So Mm -hmm. for me to just pick up the phone one day and you're like a no call, no show, first of all, I'm worried. I'm one of those. Like, right. I'm worried. Like, are you okay? Like, first thing you do, you pray for the person. And then you say, you better, you better be somewhere lying in a ditch. Cause like, ain't no reason why like two days went by. Like, and then you have like no reason why three days went by. No reason why a week went by. I'm worried. I remember dealing with a dude before and his, his thing was, I got locked up last night. It was always the bullshit. And he was basically still out there playing, dibbling, dabbling. He would, you know, be back with his baby's mom. And I just remember like buying it, like, like, like the, the innocent suburb girl he thought I was like, really? Like, oh my God. Like, yeah, I was locked up. Every female right now is laughing because they had a dude in their life that hit him with that bullshit. I got, I was locked up last night. <laughs> oh man, out in these streets. So that even was just one of those, like, you see, I, I have to reflect on the fact that I was young. I was younger. Today, that, that shit ain't flying by me at all. Um, in this case, I think she should just, she should let him give, him, give him the business, let him know, like, you know, how foul that was. You think she should even, like, pick up the phone or respond to his text? Like, um, I probably wouldn't say anything. Silence is golden. I think silence silence is loud. So she can be, she can be loud. Right. But at the same time, she can also send him a, a fuck out of here. Like she can give him the acronym the same way she wrote in this letter. <laughs> F-O-H. She can, she can, she can say that. Fuck out of here. And that's it. Doc. Yeah, I, Cause I, I think with her time and like she said, you know, I'm a new, I'm a whole new woman after that heartbreak. Like, yes, yeah, I believe that. So you're not going back. You're moving forward. Like it took a, I am sure it took a lot. Like you got to pick up all the million of pieces of your heart off the floor right? right. and then try to put it back together and then hope, you know, you got all the pieces. Look, I have been there. I know about it. So once you go through that, mm, you know, that, that, mm, you don't want to go back. No, 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 no. You don't want to go back. Now maybe you want some clarity and I'm not even, I'm not even like a big fan of that because I I I believe mm-hmm. that a lot of times the closure that you want is not is probably not gonna be the closure that you get even after that conversation. So the best thing is to you know heal thyself mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like okay. why you know why that why'd you leave? I don't even want to know no more because no you did what you thought was best. You know now I've been in situations where. I've had to, you know, quote unquote, ghost someone mm-hmm. um, for my well-being, you know. And if the person was listening, they would have known that, you know. I I have to do that for me because right here is is draining and is this, you know, a lot of stagnant energy. Um, 
and I got to go. And you know, once I do that, I'm 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 a tourist. So you know, one thing about us is a lot of times I need a whole uh, house of bricks to come falling down on me before I make any type of changes. But once I do, mm-hmm. oh, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree. That's I guess that's a Scorpio thing too. Like you don't got to worry about me being back and forth with you. Like that ain't <laughs> if we done, we done. But I'm damn mm-hmm. sure not gonna I know you told me that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm damn sure not gonna make it to no two years. Like if I have to just dip out, I'm gonna. I always make sure it's, it's short and sweet, and it's lighthearted. And if I see you walking down the street, you know I can give you a little tooloo, and it's no beef. We can keep moving. <laughs> Y'all haven't heard from her, but it, you know, but she was mad cool. Like yeah, she just she just dipped off. Like I try to dip off on the up and up, but I'm definitely not giving you years. Like years is something you ain't getting. And if you didn't have the decency and the consideration to let me know what was happening, because, you know, for all you know, he got back with his wife. I mean, our mind can go to so many scenarios. He didn't even he didn't didn't have the decency or show me that level of respect. So I'm really not fucking with you now. So now you turn a neutral situation or what could have been neutral into beef now. Now I don't fuck with you. Now now you put now you put that that Scorpio is for real. Like, oh, no, I really don't fuck with you. You don't got to worry about me. Like, I'm good. So she, yeah, she can leave from right where he's at and always know this. Whenever you move on something about a broken man or I don't want, I don't want to say broken, but you get it. Smell, smells your happiness. Something about your happiness. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's the test. That's oh, the test. Motherfuckers will come out of nowhere. And it's just because they know that that, that level of happiness, they didn't get you there. They want to come and rain on it. They want to come and take from it. And it's an ego thing. It's always ego. Trust me, it's ego. So that's that might be what it's about. He sees this new you that you are. He sees it. And, and he just want a little piece of it. That's all. Yeah. All right. But he shouldn't get it, sis. No, no, no. Don't. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never <laughs> going to get it. Never going to get it. That's what she has to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can sing every little song. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I think we gave us some. Let's go, little kitty cat. I think it's time to go. Let's go, little kitty cat. <laughs> you don't want no more. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. No need to ring the alarm. No need to ring the alarm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we gave her some good advice. Yay. I hope so. <laughs> Stay with my testimony because when it was me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, child. I yeah. look, I know. Pick up the pieces. I'm over. Here. I, I already know. <laughs> Pick up the pieces <laughs> of your heart. Caught <laughs> up uh, in a one night love affair, hoping true mm-hmm. love will okay. there. We had a little riff right there. I heard that. Oh, listen, oh. every now and then, every now and then, it comes out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was from Rock. Man, I wish I could sing. All right, man. Moving on. Okay. So we are now at That's My Jam. It's my jam. Oh my goodness. So let me take y'all back. Um let me see if you remember this, because this this was my shit. So this was kind of like a rant. This uh, so the, my my group right now I'm gonna talk about is third base. You remember them, the two white boys? Uh, I think they were from Brooklyn somewhere. It made up MC Search. You know, who had the like Humby. Remember he had like the high top fade? That was uh, Baron. Prime Minister Pete Nice was kind of like 
the cool white dudes that really had bars and they had DJ Rich Nice. So they were the founding members of Third Base. They, and honestly, like, these were the white boys, you know, lyrically, they were very technical, they, you know, could, could rap, and I, what I always felt like is they had a respect for the hip-hop culture and hip-hop traditions, because they came out with a song, I can't remember the, the name of it, but they were, like, dissing Vanilla Ice, like, that wasn't original. So, I always, like, this was my group. I wasn't really big on the Beastie Boys back in the day, because, you know, they, they had a lot of... Uh, it was like rap rock to me, which, you know, eh. But third base was the shit. And to me, like, they really set the tone for, like, white rappers, you know, because they, they had credibility in the streets. Mm-hmm. And they could actually rap. So, and little little thing I'm, I'm going to let y'all know is, you know, MC Surge, he became, like, A&R, like, after, after the group. But he could really be the reason why we know who Nasty Nas, a.k.a. Nas, is today. Because... He really introduced us to Nas. Like, he found him, you know, um, produced... Remember the movie Zebrahead? I don't know if you remember, but... He put Nas on it, and then Nas appeared on... The first time we really ever heard Nas was on MC Search's solo album, Back to the Grilligan. The Grilligan. Oh, I do, I do. Yeah, so, you know, I give him mad props for that. So, but the song, the the My Jam, is The Gas Face. You get the gas face. The gas face. Now you remember, like, what is the gas face? We still use the gas face today. Mm-hmm. We still talk about the gas face today, right? We still, you know, what the gas face is. The gas face is that face you make, like, mm, like when something just somebody say some shit and it don't sound right, or somebody do something and it's like, mm, that's the gas face. Remember? Mm-hmm. But here's a here's a little tidbit for the the hip hop heads, and you know, I've known this, but the third verse was from Zev Love X who is also known as the late MF Doom. You know, he put the mask on, you know, I'm all like a Marvel fan. So he uh, later on in his career, he became Metal Face Doom and he put on this mask like Dr. Doom from the Marvel comics and, you know, really went underground, but he has like some jewels, like rest in peace to him because he passed away uh, last year in October. Um, But he was featured on The Gas Face. And, you know, he did such a great cameo. He was the dude with the little um, little gold rim glasses. And being on there helped him get a record deal for his own group, KMD, um, which he started with, you know, got on there with his brother, Subrock. Subrock also passed away um, some years ago. Rest in peace to him. So Zev Love X, also known as uh, MF Doom or Metal Face Doom, born Daniel Dumille. Um, but you know, as we know, he really like developed that cult following cause he just, I mean, his lyrics, like you listen to it now, it's like, I love a lyricist. Like there's rappers and then there's lyricists. Right. You listen to him, you can hear the lyrics. So unfortunately he, um, you know, rest in peace to the brother, but the gas face was just the video as well was just so, I think important to hip hop. It just. I can't even like explain it. It was, even though it was two white boys, you know, they was cool white boys. You know, you had MC search, like he could dance. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, doing the running man and, and doing all the dances. And then you had, um, what prime minister Pete Nice kind of like chilling in the throne and came, you know, right? take a rap. like you could not, you couldn't take away their lyricism. And that to me is like, that's why we talking about them today. We, you know, I think they came out, that was 1989. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Get the gas face. 
the gay ass face. I think they even gave Donald Trump a gas face even back then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for real. Funny. No, I think you're right. I think then the video. Yeah, yeah, the video. They they like. I, I feel like they paraded a, a, a Trump something, around, not even knowing like that this dude number forty five would be who he is. But like even back then, you know, especially us New Yorkers, like we was giving Donald Trump a gas face even back then. Even back then, isn't that right. crazy? Isn't that something mm-hmm. else? You just never, you just yeah. never know what is going to happen in time. Never know. Yeah. Wow. All right. Good. I like that. That's a good one. That you took it back. Yeah. I feel like the younger sister hanging out with your Word Up magazine. <laughs> Whatever you were playing was was what we listening to. Yeah, I had this on a tape. Like I had the I had the whole MC Search tape. You know, remember, remember our dad had the music spot in Jersey, so I could get all the music. Mm-hmm. You know, I get all the, the the cassette tapes. Sometimes I would like take one off the shelf. Like man, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I need this. I'm jamming. <laughs> I'm jamming. Yeah. So third base, um, the gas face. Rest in peace to MF Doom. Hmm. Yay! I like that. That's a good one. Oh, you took it back. Oh, you took it back. All right. Oh, ciao. Yes, yes. So we are at our support black business segment of the show where we are supporting black businesses for us, by us. And today we are highlighting Lakay Designs, which is home decor. Um, Lakay means home in Haitian and Creole, and they have everything inspired African like home designs from bathroom, kitchen, sheets, pillows, you name it. Uh, they're based out of Denver, Colorado. And see, I'm, I'm into home decor and you know this. So it's, um, I'm actually having a good time looking at different things. And this came up and I'm like, oh, wow. Like I'm looking at art and the next thing you know, I'm looking at pillows and a shower curtain and like some beautiful Egyptian print and you got to check it out. So, um, she can be found at www.lakaydesigns.com. That's www. You like that? L A K A Y D E S I G N S. So that's Lakay Designs, and you can find uh, Lakay Designs on IG and Facebook as well. Sounds good. I'm gonna take a look at it. You know, I love I love anything African inspired. Oh, you're gonna love um, it. Your eyes Stop stop buying so much because I'm like I didn't. I don't have any other rooms to decorate. I've done everything. So where am I going to put this? You That's my know. question. But you'll find something. I promise you, you're going to find I something. I promise you, I will. I yeah. promise you, I will. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Love it. All right. Well, guess where we are? Where are we at the end? We are. We made it. We made it. We made it. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. So you can come back this time next week. But for now... We got to go. So please like, share, and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. Look, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can listen to That's What I'm Saying. Also, watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show, weekdays on Island TV or on the Island TV app. And Shatara, what else? We got to let them know. Absolutely. Do you have a question for the Weekend D Report? Do you want to keep up to date on all my comedy shows as well? our podcast and tv events then get social with us talk to us dm us we want to hear from you find us on facebook and twitter and instagram at twistpod that's t-w-i-s-p-o-d or on our website at twistpod.com as always thank you all for listening we so appreciate you stay healthy stay well peace peace